Okay, Tadarabanan, top line. So the Mishnah brought three cases of cases where you affect, where you gave something to wool to a tzaveh to color for you, and he did not color it properly. And the Mishnah said three cases. The first case was where he ruined it totally. So if he ruined it totally, of course, he pays you back for the raw materials. Second case was where it improved, but it only improved somewhat. He used bad type of of dye on it, so it didn't do 100% what you wanted to do, but it wasn't enough, Rashi said, to be considered a shinui, so then we consider it as if you're Yared Tachsada Shel Chaverei Shel in which case, I don't have to pay you the full amount of the of the price I would normally pay, but I do have to pay you either your expenses, or the Shvach and the Hana that I got from it, one of those two, if I if, if that's what I want. And then the third case, and that was the case we had a Machlaikis was, where he improved it significantly, the Tzaveas improved it significantly, but not the way you wanted. You wanted it to be red, he made it black or black or red, and therefore it improved significantly, but not what you wanted. The mayor said in that case, Lamai said, it's not what I wanted. If it's not what I wanted at all, then it's no different than the first case in the Mishnah where you burned it, in which case, I hig the, the <coughs> Uman over here, the craftsman, gets to keep the colored wool, and he has to pay me back the value of the raw wool that I had given to him. Whereas if you this said, according to Rashi, that's not fair. Why should he benefit? Why should the Uman, the craftsman, benefit by him doing a bad job and get the Hana of having now this expensive wool and just have to pay me for the raw materials? And therefore, we knas him, and if the Balabais wants, he could take back the wool with the color on it, even though it wasn't what the color he wanted, but it is more improved, and then he has to pay... <laughs> to the craftsman, one of the three uh, choices. Either he has to pay the expenses, or he has to pay the shvach that he got, or he has to pay the schar he would have had to pay. Whichever is the cheapest, those are the choices that he has to pay. So the Gemara brings another similar case with the, with the same type of halacha. So you, you buy some wood, and you hire a carpenter, and you tell him, I want to have a chair. Instead of making a chair, he makes it into a bench. Okay, So it improved. It's definitely improved over the quality of the and the price, etc., of the wood, but it's not what you wanted. So it's basically the same case as the red and the black. Or Safsal and Kisa. You asked him for a bench, you got a chair. So Mary says, same Allah. It's not what I asked for. If it's not what I asked for, you made a shinui in it. You didn't you didn't deliver what I asked for. You owe me the cost of the raw materials. Shinui kaina, like a gazlan, and and that would be the Allah. Budaimer same knas. Buda says no. Lamaisa, if we let the guy, the Uman over here keep the chair or keep the bench, he's going to be benefiting by using my more raw materials when I didn't allow him to. And therefore we knas him and we say that no, the owner gets to keep the bench or the chair to get in which case if he wants to and then he has to pay what does he pay <laughs> if the expenses are cheaper then the, how much it went up in price the way the market says it, if the price is more than the expenses then I get to pay the cheaper price the expenses <laughs> If the expenses are more than it actually went up in value, so then then I have to pay him the shvach, or as Rashi said in the Mishnah, then you could also pay him the schar. If the schar somehow was less of normally what you would hire someone to do this, then you could pay him that as well, whichever is the cheapest amount. But a mitre, a mayor, but a mayor's mitre, there is a, a parallel case to the Mishnah by the case of wood as well. So I asked him to make me a very fancy chair, and he made me a chair, but not the highest quality chair. He didn't put padding on it, I don't know, whatever it is. So what didn't come out 
to a, the quality chair that I asked for, but it is a chair. So that's parallel to the case we had in the Mishnah. We used the inferior quality die, the middle case of the Mishnah. So I did what you asked me to do. I just didn't do a good enough job, or Safso Novas, or Safso Kor, for a, a nice bench, and he didn't make such a good quality bench. So then, like the middle case of the Mishnah said, it's not enough of a Shinoi, then the Ramey would say, Shinoi Kaina. Everybody agrees in that case, I have to deliver the chair, again, if the Balbias wants it, and he deliver the chair, but he doesn't have to pay you full price. Then you only have to pay him either the expenses or how much it went up in value, whichever is cheaper. And like someone else who came into your house and fixed something up for you that you didn't ask for, you do have to at least pay him the expenses or you pay him like the Hana that you got. So this leads us now to a fascinating shayla. Ibayalu says the Gemara. There's a philosophical question. When I take dye and I put it onto wool, okay, do I now have red wool or do I have wool with red dye on it? Okay, repeat again. Do I have red wool or do I have wool with red dye on it? Meaning, does the dye exist or is it just now colored wool? What Rashi calls chazusa, the Gemara is going to call it also, is chazusa milsihi or not? Do we say that the color that changed the look, that now it looks differently, it just means it's red wool, but there is no dye. Dye is considered gone. Hold on, don't ask what the nafkamina is. The Gemara is going to struggle to figure out if there's enough nafkamina. Do we look at it as red wool, or do we say it's wool with red dye on it? Now, it's a very cute philosophical alumdasha question, but the Gemara says we're not going to entertain this question unless we can understand what the halachic nafkamina would be. So let's discuss if we can figure out what the lach and afkamina would be. Says my hechidavi, Elam, maybe you'll tell me the case like this: the gazel samanim. I go ahead and steal the raw dye, so not the dye, but I actually steal the flowers, whatever it is that they make into dye. V'dakinu, and I grind them up. V'tarinu, and I soak them in water. V'tzava v'hen, and now I go ahead and use them to dye my wool. So I've dyed my wool with the red color that or blue color, whatever it is that I took from somebody else. So the, 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 the question never starts. Why? Because typically, once I grind up those flowers that I stole from you and then make them into the dye, that's a shinoi already. And once that's a shinoi already, then shinoi koina, and then of course I have to pay you back for the raw materials that I stole from you. And there's, there'll be no debate about the status of the dye. There's nothing to even start discussing. So that can't be the case. So obviously it has to be at the least the gazel samanim shruyin. Ideal, I stole from you a bucket full of paint, a bucket full of dye that was already made already. Okay. Vitzavabu. And now I go ahead and use your dye to go ahead and color my wool. So what's the shayla? My, ye shvach samana gabitzemer. Do we say there is shvach samana gabitzemer? The amar le havli samana shaklenu. And you can say to me, hey, you owe me back now the dye. Why? Because the dye exists. What you have now is wool with red dye. You have my dye, so give me back my dye. That's one side. Or do you say, the Gemara is going to reject this, hold on. The dye does not exist anymore. I just have red wool. And therefore, there's nothing to give you back because the dye is non-existent. And that's the shayla. Says the Gemara, that's also not a shayla. Says the Gemara, less the media. So this is all part of the this is all part of the other side that the Nigzal in this case, the Gazal in this case, can say, I don't have your dye, right? Your dye is gone. I now have red wool, and it's not red wool with dye. It's not wool with red dye. It's just red wool. So it doesn't make any sense. Says the Gemara. 
Okay, so the dye is gone. And there's no such thing as the dye anymore. It's just red wool. Very nice. So what if it doesn't exist anymore? Namely, well, nice, so you took my dye. I don't care what you did with my dye. If you took my dye and you poured it into the ocean, you still owe me for the dye you took. Right? It doesn't make a difference what you did with it. So whether the dye is considered part of the wall or not part of the wall, Lamaisa, you took a bucket of paint from me. If you take it, a bucket of paint from me, you owe me back the cost of the bucket of paint. What's the question? So this would not be enough community here. El Allah So maybe he says them are exactly the opposite far. What does that mean? Do you say that the shvach and the tzemer is not there and have to pay you back? Meaning I have to pay you cash for the samamonim that I took from you because the samamonim are now gone and now all I have now is red wool. Or, I don't have red wool. I have wool with red dye. And the Gazan can say to the Balbayas who owns the dye, I have over here wool with red dye. I'm sorry I stole your red dye. I want to do tshuva. Here's the wool with the red dye. Please take the red dye. Now, if you say there's no red dye, the dye is gone, it's just red wool, so there's nothing to give you back, clearly I have to pay you cash. It says the Gemara, maybe we look at it as if it's not red wool, it's wool with red dye, the dye exists, and I can say, here, here's your red dye. Scrape it off. Says, well, the Gemara doesn't say that. Shaklinu, but my shaklin. What do you mean, scrape? How are you giving them back red dye? Like, what does that mean, giving them back red dye? The, 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 even if the dye exists in some theoretical sense, but it's, it's in there now. What, what does that mean to give it back? It says more. So how is he going to give it back? But tzofun, you're going to have to use like a bleach, a detergent. that's going to wash the dye off of the wool. So now it won't be wool with red dye. And I can wash it off with this bleach, and now I'll get back to having white wool. Well, that might make the wool back to being right, white. We talked earlier, it depends. But tzofun, avri ma'avra, hashavu Even if the bleach takes off the dye, the color from the wool, that makes the wool back to white wool. It doesn't make a bucket of paint anymore, right? When you bleach it, you don't end up with a bucket of paint. It just doesn't work that way scientifically. So that doesn't help me. So we're back to the same point. Either side of the shayla, the Gaza would have to pay for the red paint that he took because you cannot return it this way. Even if you say that the red paint theoretically exists on the wool, but there's no way to return it in its current status. So that can't possibly be our shayla either. You'd have to pay cash. So what is our shayla? Ella says the Gemara, What if I break into your house and I steal your raw wool and I steal your red dye? Okay. And then I take it home and I'm going to make myself a nice red sweater. So I take your raw wool, I dip it into the red dye, I let it sit there for a few days. Oh, good, I'm ready to start making a sweater and then you, I get caught. Okay. So the owner says, you owe me the red dye, and you owe me the wool. And now I go and say, oh, you're right, I'm sorry, I stole your tzemer. I stole your red dye. Here it all is. Here's your tzemer, and here's the red dye. He says, where's the red dye? Oh, it's on the tzemer. So, do we say that there is, it exists still, it's still there, it's attached, but it's still there. And I'm returning to him the samonim and the tzemer. Or do you say this is not 
wool with red dye. This is just red wool, and the dye is gone. The, the tzemer mahadale, and I've returned to you now, tzemer maybe improved even better tzemer than I stole from you, but tzemonim le mahadale. But I haven't returned to you any tzemonim because the tzemonim is gone. So this is a very interesting application of the question. So it's a question of, the, by hashava, is the tzemonim considered enough existing <laughs> that I can give it back? Now, the Gemara, the Mepharshim do discuss, why isn't it considered like a hezek? to the Samamonim. I did change the Samamonim. Right? The wool you changed, but the wool may be better than it was before. It was work quality, now it's red. But the Samamonim now, on there, are changed. If they're changed, why is it not considered a Shinui and you'd have to, you know, keep the Samamonim if you want to keep it? <laughs> so my first should say that using Samamonim to dye wool is not considered a Shinui because that's what it's meant to be used for. Right? When you do something wrong with it, that's what we consider it a shinui. But when you actually use it for its purpose, lavdatik is that considered a shinui. So as long as it's considered halakhically intact, if we would say, you'd be able to return it in this status. Because that considered to be changed, because you actually did with it with the function that you're supposed to do with it. That's an interesting as far as the Gemfarshim say. But still the Gemara says this is not good enough. Amri tepekle de yakele de hile so he says over here, Lukhair over here, in this case, it's that you're gonna have the same you're gonna have the issue over here of the cost. So in this case, typically the Yakalin Hilibitme. Somewhere like Tsrika Dizolt Siva, we're talking about a case where in other words, Mars Kasha was, let's just clarify the Kasha. Lamaisa, I stole from you raw wool. I return to you red wool. Red wool is worth more than Raw wool. So let's, let's again, uh, uh, estimating the prices. Raw wool is worth 100 shekel. I stole from you something worth 100 shekel. I also stole a bucket of paint, which is worth 10 shekel. I now return to you red wool, which is worth, let's say, 120 shekel. So if anything, you've actually gained, or let's say it's worth 110 shekel. So even if I owe you the cost <coughs> of the paint, a cost of the dye, Lemaisa, you're getting that by the more expensive wool that you're getting back. So it's a wash either way, pardon the pun, right? So therefore, you're either way, you're going to be getting, I'm giving you back the value of everything together. Whether you hold Yeshvach Shemonagabitzem and I'm actually giving you the Samamonim, or whether you hold Eishvach Shemonagabitzem and I'm not giving you the Samamonim, but the Maisa, I am Ke'ilu paying you for the Samamonim because the wool I'm giving you back that contains the Samamonim or the red dye now is worth more. We're talking about a case where it's not worth more, okay? That it's not worth more. People are, are not interested in red wool, and therefore, it's not going to be worth more than the raw wool together with the dye. Frekter Ashi, what do you mean? If people don't want red wool, then what's the dye going to be used for? Like, why would someone pay for dye? So Rashi says, no. They don't dye wool. Maybe they dye begodim. Maybe they can use it to paint the house. They can use it for other things. So the samalanim has value, even if it's not going to be the value to, to go ahead and color the wool, because people don't want wool. So therefore, we have a shayla now. This is going to be one of the Gemara's fi- uh, approaches that we stick with, which is part of our shayla, which is when I go ahead and steal raw wool from you and a bucket of dye, and I dye the wool with, the bu- with, with this dye, can I just return the whole thing to you? And so, again, assuming that the prices are not like Zolt Siva, so the, raw, the colored wool is not worth more than the whole business together. It's actually worth less. But can I say, Lamaisa, here's the Samanim. I stole Samanim for you. It's here. Where is it? It's on the wool. I'm returning to you wool with colored dye on it. Or do you say, no. I'm returning to you red wool. That's very nice. Thank you very much. But Lamaisa, the Samanim are gone. And if they're gone, you're not returning to me 
Samamanim, and therefore you have to pay me separately for the value of the Samamanim that you stole. That's one way, application, that we can come up with for this Shiloh. Another way to apply the Shiloh, I used the Samamanim and I stole from you, and Rashi has two Pshatim over here, either Kupa is Milashen Kov, Milashen Monkey, or Milashen Kupa, Milashen like a basket. Either way, something, that when I use the die on the other object that I stole from you, it doesn't cause it to go up in value at all. Right? Our question was that if I die, the wool went up in value, and either way I'm returning to you equal value, the answer to the Gemara was that we're talking about a case where colored wool is not worth that much. Another terence says, the item that I stole from you that I colored is not something that makes a difference what color it is. If it's a colored monkey, nobody's really interested in a colored monkey, right? Or if it's a, uh, or if it's a basket, no one cares about the color of the basket over here, and therefore it's not going to be an issue over here. And therefore, in terms of the value, you don't have the issue, but you still have the samonim uh, are on there or not on there. Tyson says the Kasho, that if I use this Samana to paint the monkey, even if you're going to say, I'm returning to you the monkey and the, and the Samamanim, but the Samamanim are ruined. <laughs> if the Samamanim are ruined now, so then what does that mean I've returned it to you? I've ruined it if I've painted a monkey on it. Right? So Tyson says, and you got to be Mephaev. So Taisu says it doesn't mean that you ruined the, a monkey. Taisu doesn't like this trial. Other Farshim say that Lavdafka is this going to be considered a Hezek Bia Dayim. It depends how you did it. It depends what the case is. And therefore, that, 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 they, they can answer up Rashi one way or the other. But Lamaisa, we're saying that according to Rashi, the Shaila of the Gemara is if I steal, a, let's say, a monkey or a kupa and I return them with the color on it, is that considered returning the color, yes or no? That's the Gemara Shaila. That's the second Shaila. Ravina Omar, Ravina is the third shot in the whole Shiloh. Whole different Shiloh. Two different people. Ruven owns wool. Shimon owns a bucket of dye. And a monkey, meaning not a person that can be Mechaev, comes, or if it just spills by itself. A monkey comes and spills the Samamonim, the dye, onto the wool. So nobody over here is a Gazlan. Nobody stole anything that we can be Mechaev. But now, do we say that the owner of the Samanim says to the owner of the Tzemer, you have my Samanim, because you have wool with Samanim on it. If you have wool with Samanim on it, then you have to pay me for that Samanim. You have it, you can't give it back to me. Or do we say, no. I don't have any of your dye. The dye is gone. You don't owe me. I don't owe you anything because I don't have your samamanim. Samanim are gone from the world. I have now red wool, which is very nice, but I don't have your samamanim to give back to you. Over here, there's no gazlin to be mechayim. Taisus asks, I don't understand. I got hana from your stuff. I got hana. I had raw wool. Now it turned into red wool, which is worth more. I've gotten enough from you. If I got enough from you, why don't I have to pay you for getting hana? Taisa says over here in Taisa Diva Masko Oiduma, Tema Reinene Shitzimra Mo'ilu Damim Yoiser Vishali Mashenene. We generally ever speak halacha. Whenever I get hana from you, I have to pay you for it. So why don't you have to pay us then, even if it's not Be'en anymore? So Taisa says, the end of the Taisa says, Vyesh Lechalek, Dano Dohacha Eno Ba'i De Maisav, Vlai De Maisav Hemtai. No, the halacha that normally you have to pay for Hanah is when you do something to get that Hanah. But if you don't do something to get that Hanah, the Hanah just comes from Ela, Lav Dafka, I have to pay. Inami, the end of the Taisa says, Hanah Dohacha Lechashvir Hanah She'en Ela Noi Bi Alma Yosef. That's not called Hanah. The only Hanah I have to pay you for is like physical Hanah. Fell off on the goof, something like that. But just the color of the beged is not a hana enough 
that we would make you pay for that in terms of the Hanah. But if you actually owe, keep, kept my Samamanim, if we hold Yesh and you have my Samamanim, then you have to give them back to me. Not because you're getting Hanah from the Samamanim, but because you have my Samamanim. And that's the Gemara Shailah. So we have three approaches now to the Shailah. Is it a case of where you stole from the same person and you colored it, either you colored it and it didn't go up in value, or you colored something that did not need to go up in value, that wasn't going to go up in value at all. And the question is, can you just return it all as is? And I'm actually returning to you the Samamonim? Or do you say no, that the Samamonim have to be returned separately because the Samamonim are gone? Or Shaila, where one person ended up with the other one Samamonim on as well, without anybody being Mechai, Medine, Cheshim, Mishpat, but is it considered like I have your Samamonim, yes or no? So as the Gemara said, the Shaila is, Yeshvach Samamonim, or Einshvach Samamonim. So now we've clarified the question, let's see if we can find an answer. So Tashma. And the following halacha. This is not a chesed mishpat halacha. We're going to switch now to dine arla. Beged shetzavu beklipe arla. If you have a fruits, Rashi has to be specifically fruits, fruits of arla that we know are asurbana, and you make those fruits into some sort of dye. Okay? And you go ahead and it's a beged. So you are now getting hanah l'chayra from the color of the beged that includes the dye in it. And the halacha is in the midbrisa yidalek. This beged is now asurbana and you have to burn the beged. Now, L'chaira, this is our Shailah. Yeshvach samamanim al-gabitzem, or no? Do we say that the samanim are existing now, and if they're existing now in the Beged, and it's milsahi, now it's a Beged with Arla on it, you have to burn the Beged? Or do you say, no, the Arla is gone, and it's just a Beged that looks like yellow, or whatever color it is, and therefore the, I don't have any issue here. But the Gemara said, the Pasuk, the Brisa says, it's Asurana. So it's clearly mashmech chazusa milsi that the Arla is considered existing. Alma chazusa milsi. It could be it's a special by Arla that even if it's just something you see or something you look at, Rashi says even like lighting a candle with something in Arla, that would also be Asr. This Sanya, the Pasuk says, interesting Pasuk, the Pasuk says, The Pasuk says, Says the word Arlo, or a form of the word Arlo, three times in the Pasuk. Why? It seems to be extremely repetitive. So we Darshim, Arelem lo yoichel, en liyele Yisrachila. I only know that you're not allowed to eat Arla. How do you know there's no Isra Hanal? The Tais already brings over here. The Gmar Psachim already asks that we already, the Gmar Psachim, we learn anytime it says Lo Yoichal, normally it means automatically in Isra Hanal. Look at the Gmar Psachim over there to discuss that point. But generally, the Gmar over here is assuming there is no Isra Hanal, just from the word Lo Yoichal. How do you know Lo Yitzhava Ben, you're not allowed to paint, color things with him, Lo Yadlik Ben, you're not allowed to make a nair out of it, like it's a nair. The rabbi says, that it's going to be all types of Isra Hanah, whether the thing is intact, whether it's not intact, all these things are going to be Asr, and therefore the Gemara is assuming now that we're going to have a special Xeris HaKosuf by Orla, but maybe that Xeris HaKosuf does not apply by Dine Cheshen Mishpat. Maybe Dine Maman, you would not learn out from Dine Isser. Who knows? It's not clear from the Gemara. The Gemara is being Deich of this question that clearly by Dine Orla we see Chazus Milsi, but maybe we don't Darshan that, the Gabi Arshala. The Gemara is not clear. Tashma, we have another riot. 
Begit Tzavur Beklipe Shvius. What if you have the same idea? You have some dye that had Kedusha Shvius on it. Kedusha Shvius is not necessarily Asr Bahana per se, but you're not allowed to do any business with it. If you're not allowed to do business with it, then you don't belong dying either somebody else's Begit or dying a Begit and selling the Begit. All that would be Asr to do. Rashi says in the bottom, Asr Lasse Schayr of Perse, Beklipe Peris Kamala Beklipe Eitzim. Eitzim, we'll talk about in a sec, but some kind of fruit of Shemitah, and you dying it is considered like doing business with it. So the mission over there also says, the Allah says, you don't like. Oh, why? There is no Kedusha Shriyas anymore. It's just a colored baguette. The Pasuk says very clearly, There's actually a second Pasuk, either Pasuk you want a Darshan, and therefore Tia says, It's again a special Gzersakosov, maybe by Shemitah, that we consider Chazusa Milsa. So the Mara seems to be that being Nidcha, both these halachas, by Arla and Shemitah, or Dine Isser, we see Chazusa Milsa, but Lavdach, do we see that that applies in our Gemara? The Gemara leaves it off the Shaila. The Gemara does not answer the Shaila of Chazusa Milsa, yes or no. But the Gemara goes on a slight attention. Rav Rami, Rav Yasestira. Tanan, we just learned Begach and Zavabi Klipa Arla Yidolik. That if you have a color on it, why by Arla, we said by Shemitah as well, you have to burn it. Alma Chazusimilsi. We see Chazusimilsi. Now, Taisus right away asks, what do you mean? We just said that that's special halacha by Arla or by Shemitah. So Taisus said, some of Farshim changed the gears here. One is Rava, one is Rabba. Other of Farshim say, no, our only dikhoi was between Hilchas Isser and Hilchas Mammon. Over here, this Mars is going to be asking us theory in Hilchas Isser itself. Where do we see in Hilchus Isser itself? Chazusa is Lav Milsi. Revias Dam Shanivla Babayis. We have a Revias Dam from a human being. It's Matame like a mace. Matame Bayo. What if it gets absorbed into the ground? Okay, so the, the person died, Nebuch. They took the body out. Zaka comes, but the blood is absorbed into the ground. So, Habayis Tame. It says the bias is still Tame. Viamila is another price that says Habayis is Tar. Viloipli. Here we say there's no Machlaikis. Habit Kalem Davamekar. Kalem that were in the house. When the blood was not fully absorbed, then we say that those kelim are tummy. But if you bring a kli into the house when the body's gone already, and all the blood is absorbed into the ground, then we say that the blood is not considered existing anymore, and the kli is tar. Right? If, however, the blood was not absorbed into the ground, it was absorbed into a beged. So then, yet depends. Right. If you can wash the beged, and after you, let's say, you wash it with revias of water, and you end up with two revias of liquid that comes out of it, which means there was a full revias adam in the beged. A beged is like a sponge kind of thing. There, it's for sure going to be intact. It comes out. not it's going to be tar because the blood doesn't exist. But we see when it is absorbed into the ground, we consider the blood as if it doesn't exist. Now, if you hold Yeshvach Shemamana Gabet Semer, if you hold Chazusa Milsehi, so the fact that you could see the blood means the blood exists, then the house should be Tameh anyways. Summer of Kahana, you're right. In a regular case, we might have agreed to that. Over here, Mikuli Revias Shanu. Over here, this is a special Allah in a specific case of a Revias of Dam. Khan Bidam Tevusa Dirabana. What is Dam Tevusa? Dam Tevusa is a case where a person is bleeding out when he's dying, and then he dies. So the blood that came out when he was alive is not Metam Mimes. It's only the blood that came out when he was Nifter. The problem is you don't know. It's impossible to know really which blood, how much blood came out before and how much blood came afterwards. So the Allah is Midaraisa we can make a Midrabana, we call that Dam Tvusa, and we're Machmir we consider all the blood to be come out after he's dead, and we're Machmir we consider it Tamimes. Oh, in that case, if the blood gets absorbed into the ground, then we're gonna be Makeup. 
But in Echabe, if it was actual blood that came out when we know he was alive, then maybe he would say Chazusa Milsahi, and it would all be Matami the house anyways. So therefore, this might be a special kula in this case, but Anichanami, Rava, Rabba, whatever he's saying, is at least by Dina Yisr, we are paskining Chazusa Milsi, and just like the Begin with the color of Arla, etc., you'd have to burn. Also, this Dab, if it actually did come out from the person when he was dead, then the blood that's absorbed, and even the Begin for sure, but even into the ground or into the Begin, and you couldn't get it out, it would taka be considered awesome. Rava Rami, this brings us to another steer, not related to our Shiloh. Tanan, mimine hatsavuin, sefiche sitem vekutsa yeshem shvius. We're talking about over there, the Gemara Mishnah and Mesech the Shvius is talking about what types of things are Asar and Shemitah. Obviously, things you eat, 100% of Asar and Shemitah. What about if it's like fruits or things like that you don't necessarily eat, but you use them to die? Mimine hatsavuin, things that you could take them and take the color out of them. Sefiche sitem vekutsem, yeshem shvius, udmeim shvius. They have Dine Shmita on them. Yeshlam Biyod Man Beer. And then, of course, if this man beer comes, you have to take them out, be mafka them, and put them out in the street, be mafka them, etc. And the money as well. Alma. Eitzim Yeshlam Mishum Kedushah Shviyas. These are not things that you eat. These are fruits or things that are not necessarily edible, parts of the tree, that you don't eat, but you use them to t- make into color and to die. Okay. So we see that this Kedushah Shviyas on things that you don't eat. If you have sticks and twigs from a geffen, that you, you, Rashi says, you made a, a, an oitzer over them for the winter, you're using this wood, and you put them away. If you took them to eat them, the parts that are edible, like the grape leaves and stuff like that, then the parts that you can eat have kedusha shvius. But if you use them for firewood, we say a stira. The first price was mashma non-edible things do have din kedusha shvius, and this price is mashma non-edible things don't have din kedusha shvius. Nothing to do our suya, but as we've seen many times in shas, when we have things in Seder zroyim that we don't have a chance to talk about in the gemara, the gemara brings them there chagav, so we have them uh, in the bavli umeshani. The Gemara says, Amar Kura, the Pasuk, when it talks about Kedusha Shvius and what has and what doesn't, read the whole Pasuk, Shabbos, that the things that you have in the field should be for eating for you, should be for eating. So the Gemara Darshins doesn't mean just eating. It means any activity which is similar to eating. How do we define the activity of eating? It depends how you get enough from the thing. If, when you eat something, it is destroyed at the time that you're getting enough. When you're chewing it in your mouth, it is being destroyed at the same moment you're getting enough. Anything that is similar to that, that you're getting that no while it's being destroyed, you're allowed to do with something that's Kedusha Shvius. Anything not, not. Okay, so now we have to look at these different activities. Okay, When you burn something... Generally speaking, you're not getting Hano when it's on fire. You're getting Hano when it turns into coal, which happens later. Okay, so it gets destroyed now. The Hano, like we make a barbecue, right? You light up the the charcoals, and you don't use it now. You wait till the fire goes down. (coughs) Then it's hot now. It's inside. Now you can use it for cooking, etc. That's very good. But that means it's Hano sun is not at the time of the beer. The beer is when you light it on fire. The Hano is only... Afterwards, that you're not going to use Kedusha Shvius for. But dyeing, Rashi says, when it breaks down the fruit, then it already becomes usable dye at the same time. And therefore, that is called Hanasa and Ubriyos and Shava, and therefore over there, you would have Din Kedusha Shvius. Look in Rashi. 
Rashi has Yotzu Eitzim, five lines from the bottom. Shalacher biuron shenasig necholam hud dehavi ikar hanosan. The ikar of wood is afterwards. Of Amine Tzvayim, Rashi says, Bishas resichas hayoyer, when you're cooking it, kola hasherish, the root and the fruit dissolves. Vakoylet hatseva, and at that moment, that immediately, the dye is expressed and grabs onto whatever you're putting it onto. Nimtza hanasa b'rushin shava, hilkachaylek tushishviyas. He must make an amazing point. That by wood, since it's not considered like eating, there is no kedusha shriyas, but by tseva, things which you make into dye, it does. Says the Gemara of Ika Eitzim the Mashkan Nanasim Rishon Shavem. What about wood that you use as a torch? Wood that you use for cooking that you make into coal. I understand. First you destroy it, you get that all later. But there is some wood, like wood that has oil on it, etc. Oily wood that you use as a torch. If you're using it as a torch, you're getting Hana and Biurin at the same time. So it really should depend on the type of wood it is. Maybe wood that's not Biurin Shavah should not have Kedusha Shavah. But on the wood that is Hana Asad Biurin Shavah should have Kedusha Shavah. Samarava, Stam Eitzim La Sokainoindim. No. That's not the way we look at wood. Wood we look at is all wood is the same. Stam wood is used for coal. Rashi says, Veloilaheir. Hilkach, very important Rashi. Eitzim Ninu. There's a word missing. Kishar Eitzim Ninu. Umeikara loicha alayashviyas. Even though there is some wood that is Hanasim Biosin Shavah, if you make it as a torch, but that's not the way we look at wood. We look at all wood together. Avasvichesitim stamon litzviyah. Now, so Rashi's breaking it up now into three categories. We have things which you always are going to be using over here for dyeing. That is for sure. Wood, we say, is generally speaking, 99% of the time, not used. Says Rashi, those branches from the Gefen, over there, it's not stopped. Some people use it for firewood. Some people use it for eating. And then he'll bust some achshavah lekitah and differ, as the Bryce has said, it depends. So some things are stam, have kedusha shriyas, and you can't change it. Some things stam, don't have kedusha shriyas, and you cannot change it. And some things fall into a middle category, and then it depends on the das of the person when they pick it. If they're picking it for eating, then it has kedusha shriyas. If they're picking it for burning, then it does not have kedusha shriyas. But stam, regular wood, chunk wood that you buy, cut off a tree, that is not considered something that's Later, and therefore it does not have Kedusha Shriyas. We'll talk about Shemamat this more tomorrow.